As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For NBC Radio News, I'm KCAA Loma Linda. Brought to you by Green Kong Dispensary, the Inland Empire's finest curated medical and recreational dispensary. Google GreenKong.com. A push to ban sales of assault weapons has failed in the Virginia State Senate. In the end, Governor Northam lacks support from moderate Democrats. T.J. Coutini has more on the story. John, senators voted to shelve the bill for the year and asked the State Crime Commission to study the issue, an outcome that drew cheers from a committee room packed with gun advocates. Four moderate Democrats joined Republicans in the committee vote, rejecting legislation that would have prohibited the sale of certain semi-automatic firearms, including popular AR-15-style rifles, and banned the possession of magazines that hold more than 12 rounds. The bill was a top priority for Northam, a Democrat who's campaigned heavily for a broad package of gun control measures. Two separate airliners have brought home 340 American passengers who had been quarantined over coronavirus fears on a cruise ship in Japan. 14 of those who returned have tested positive for the virus. China's central bank has rolled out more support for the economy to help businesses struggling with the fallout from the outbreak. I'm John Trout. The symbol of power and majesty, the gorilla, feared and respected. Our closest animal cousin believed to possess human-like depth and understanding. Green Kong Cannabis Dispensary of Paris aspires to develop the same understanding. Green Kong is a destination, a personal experience with great service for everyone. Located right off the 215 freeway and Hurley Knox Road in Paris, Green Kong is safe, legal, and easy. Visit GreenKong.com for orders. You must be 21. Green Kong is the place for you. Experience Green Kong's exotic surroundings in their jungle-like setting. Bathed in soothing light, Green Kong is a go-to destination for the CBD or cannabis curious or the connoisseur. Google GreenKong.com or visit Green Kong's brand new exciting new location in Paris, California. From the KCAA Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jim Rinaldi. This morning, skies will be clear. It'll be sunny through the day today. The high temperature will be 76. We'll have a mainly clear sky tonight, low 46. For Tuesday, sunny, high 74. A clear night Tuesday night, low 46. Wednesday, sunny, high 72. 
I'm meteorologist Jim Rinaldi, broadcasting live from the Tri-City Center at the 10 and 210 freeways. We are the trifecta of talk in Southern California, KCAA. 102.3 FM Riverside, 106.5 FM Redlands, and the Legacy. 10.50 a.m., Loma Linda, San Bernardino. It's time to make the Tri-City Center in Redlands a regular part of your weekly shopping experience. Tri-City is home to a wide assortment of quality businesses, including the all-new Ocean Aquatics. Check out their variety of exotic tropical fish, along with fish food, accessories, and tanks of all shapes and sizes. The Tri-City Center is located just off of Alabama and the Tennessee exits in Redlands. Visit the Tri-City Center today and find out why it's called the Mall with a Heart. Here's a great place for something special. It's Porter's Prime Steakhouse in Ontario's Doubletree Hotel. The perfect place for dinner with friends or business clients. Enjoy their delicious U.S. prime beef or their wonderful seafood. You'll be happy with the different choices of tasty treats. Call 909-418-4808. Porter's Prime Steakhouse in the Doubletree Hotel at 222 North Vineyard in Ontario. That number again is 909-418-4808. Join us Saturday, November 23rd for a murder mystery dinner party. It's going to be murder. No, it's a murder mystery dinner party with the Redlands Rotary Club, where you'll witness the most wonderful crime of the year. Come for a festive gathering and a thrilling mystery as we raise funds for the youth scholarship programs in Redlands. Visit redlandsrotary.org, redlandsrotary.org, for more information and tickets. We'll see you there. It's going to be murder at this season's party with a purpose. hear from our clients who hired another firm that they wish they'd hired DNA Financial first. Don't have regrets about your IRS tax case. Just hire the best in the first place. One owed 150000 to the IRS and had spent thousands on another firm. We stopped the levies, negotiated a payment plan, and had their penalties forgiven. And while every case is different, we guarantee that we'll find your perfect resolution and get it done right. For a free consultation, call us at 866-201-0156. That's 866-201-0156. Then you can say, DNA, DNA did, did right by me. At at AT&T, we believe that access to affordable home internet brings you incredible opportunities. You can enjoy the power to explore a digital world of possibilities and connect with family, friends, and the things that matter most. That's why there's access from AT&T. If you are a California resident and a member of your household participates in SNAP or receives SSI benefits, you may qualify for home internet at a discounted rate of $10 a month or less. No commitment, no deposit, no installation fee. Plus, get an in-home Wi-Fi gateway included at no extra cost. Call 1-855-220-5211 or visit att.com slash access now to learn more. SNAP refers to the Federal Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. SSI refers to the Federal Supplemental Security Income Program. Pricing excludes taxes and fees, includes one terabyte of data per month. Data overage charges apply. For details about data allowance, go to att.com slash internet dash usage. Geographic and service restrictions apply. Welcome and listen to a radio station where... It's controlled chaos. Stop in the IE and the world on 1050 AM KCAA. NBC News Talk Radio.
Ross, KCAA, 1050 AM, 106.5, 102.3 FM in the Inland Empire. Also, iHeartRadio, iHeart.com. I'm Gary Garver. It is Friday. Weekend's here. NFL playoffs. Yes, determine who's going to go to the Super Bowl. Before we get into all of that, I got a great special guest on the show. He's been on the show before. It's political consultant Roger Stone. Mr. Stone, how are you, sir? Excellent. Never better. That's all, that's great to hear. Um, so, Mr. Stone, listen, you've been in the news. I haven't talked to you in about three or four months. And I want to wish you a Happy New Year off the bat, first off. Thank you. And uh, you've been in the news a lot, uh, especially on CNN. They sort of like you. <laughs> uh, obsessed is the word that I would use. <laughs> yes, I, 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 I agree with that. Uh, so... Tell me what's going on, Mr. Stone. There's been a lot of, uh, you know, discussion about you and your role with the Russia thing, and we've talked about it before, but I just want you to reiterate to our listeners your feelings, your thoughts about this sure. Russia probe, Absolutely. the Donald right, Trump so, stuff. Uh, Go ahead. So people can understand this. I am a 40-year friend and political advisor to Donald J. Trump. We are close friends. He was at my wedding. I was at two of his I was at the wake and funeral for both his parents. We were longtime friends. Uh, I played, I think, a, an effective role in helping elect him, both in terms of defeating Hillary Clinton and helping the president define a platform to run on. Uh, therefore, I have been subject to a two-year, actually two-and-a-half-year, because I now know that I was under federal surveillance through half of 2016, long before there was a Mueller investigation, long before there were any claims of Russian collusion, um, I am now certain, based on a time, a New York Times story published January 20th, 2017, that I was among three Trump advisors under illegal and unconstitutional surveillance. Uh, I have then been subject to a two-year inquisition by Mr. Mueller, who seeks to prove the impossible that I somehow uh, coordinated or colluded with WikiLeaks in their dumps of information that were embarrassing to Hillary. Now, I did hear about them. Uh, Assange himself announced them on June, uh, in June of 2016. So this was not exactly a state secret. Interestingly enough, he did that on CNN. And I did hype them relentlessly, trying to draw as much voter and media attention to the ultimate October disclosures as I could. But that doesn't mean I know about the source or content of that material, and it's not even clear how it would be illegal if I did, but I didn't. Okay, can I ask you a question? Uh, therefore, I have been subject to just a two-year witch hunt of leaks, illegal leaks from Robert Mueller's office, uh, baseless claims by Congressman Adam Schiff, the greatest single huckster, con man, fraudster to ever set foot in the U.S. Congress. I mean, a guy who's just completely full of bullshit. Oh, oh well, can't say that, sir. <laughs> but, bullshit. Oh, bu bullshit. S -H -I -F -F. Oh, okay, bullshit. The man has oh, bullshit. A okay. <laughs> storm of okay. disinformation. I like that. That's in good. My opinion, That's good. <laughs> it's time for him to shift or get off the pot. <laughs> Fantastic. That is beautiful. FCC, Thank you. I said shift. I just wanted to make sure because I wasn't clear, but uh, you did make it clear. I just have a question for you. So you're stating you had no contact 
with WikiLeaks or Julian Assange about the— That is, that is correct, okay. other than the one contact I disclosed— uh, an exchange, an exchange between me and the hack at WikiLeaks, flack at WikiLeaks, which I disclosed to the House Intelligence Committee. Now I testified voluntarily for four hours before the committee. Okay. I'm not allowed to have a copy of my testimony. Uh, uh, my lawyers are allowed to go inspect it in a sealed room in Washington, but they're not allowed to take notes. Congressman Eric Swallowswell and Congressman Adam Schiff have both said that I was less than truthful. Actually, there was lying going on that day. Both of them lied. They both insisted in the hearing that the FBI did inspect the Democratic National Committee computer servers. That's a lie. They both insisted that I had never tweeted about the Podestas prior to August 21st. That's also a lie. But, you see, they hide behind congressional immunity. They're allowed to defame me and to lie, and, and I have no action against them. So it, this is a, a stacked deck, but it has come very close to ruining me financially. It has dried up my business. Uh, it has made my book sales difficult. I have had to, to spend over a half million dollars on lawyers to date. Wow. Um, despite all of this, there is still no evidence whatsoever that I was involved in Russian collusion or WikiLeaks collaboration or any other illegal act in connection with the 2016 election. They haven't invi- indicted you. They haven't indicted you at all. I mean, you know, so I don't understand why they keep on going after you. I don't I don't get because, it. Because the target is not me. The target is Donald Trump. Now we're in a new phase where Anderson Cooper, for example, who I kind of like on a personal level, can look into the camera and say Donald Trump was working for the Russians. He doesn't need proof corroboration, evidence, they just make the charge and say it over and over again. It's not true. It's not true. It'd be like my saying, Anderson Cooper is a member of the Communist Party. Right. I can say it, but that doesn't make it a fact. Yeah. So uh, you're now, they're now in high gear. The hysteria is in high gear. As the economy gets stronger, it has occurred to the two-party duopoly and the political establishment that is so desperate to get rid of Trump that it's going to get harder and harder to get rid of him. Uh, so now we're, we're into this new phase where they don't even bother with corroboration or proof or facts. We just make crazy allegations. Trump works for Putin. Well, I happen to know that Putin put Hillary Clinton on a dog leash and a collar and walked her around when she was Secretary of State. <laughs> it's not true, but I'm just going to keep saying it until people believe it. That's interesting. That would be. I'd well, like to videotape meet, of that. She did meet secretly with Putin on several occasions. Right. We don't have any tra- when she was Secretary of State. We don't have any transcripts of what was disclosed, so we have to assume, if we're going to use their standards, she was selling out. But here's what's indisputable: she and her husband took 145 million dollars from the directors of the Russian agency, the Russian-owned energy company one control of 20% of America's enriched uranium, that's the stuff they use to build weapons, by the way, not eating, was on the table for, to, for transfer uh, to control to the Russians. And that, that's a crime. That's a treasonous crime. So they're half right. There was a presidential candidate in bed with the Russians. Unfortunately, it was not Donald Trump. John and Tony Podesta, her campaign chairman and his brother, made millions in Russia, banking, uranium, aluminum, gas, all 
at the at the uh, 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 at the hands of the oligarchs around Putin. So there is Russian collusion, Russian collusion that could be prosecuted tomorrow. Unfortunately, all of it is by Hillary Clinton. Yeah, it's. I'm telling you, this is just so um, wearing on the. American people on our society with this uh, Russian investigation. I'm sick of it. I believe all the politicians, Mr. Stone, are crooks. I, I've said it over and over again. Republicans, Democrats, the whole batch of them are a bunch of crooks. I mean, look at the federal shutdown. I mean, it's weird how Congress still gets paid. Why don't they not get paid? I don't understand why senators and the House of Representatives still get paid. And our workers, people that you know live day-to-day -day on these paychecks, don't get paid. Why don't we not? Well, more importantly, we now know definitively that the Congress has paid out at least $30 million in tax dollars to to secretly settle sexual harassment and sexual yep. assault claims against members of Congress. They've just passed a new law that says they won't do that anymore. Well, that's very nice. Where is the list of those who had who were charged and had to pay off claims? Exactly. Who's on that list? Exactly. It's our money. We have a right to know who. Exactly. And they won't tell us that. And I believe know. me, they're of both parties. Of course. So you're absolutely right. I mean, look, I, I was born in the Republican Party of Barry Goldwater. I believed in the old Republican Party of small and limited government, strong national defense, low taxes, but I want a government out of my pocket and out of my bedroom. That Republican Party was dead until Donald Trump came along. So I left the party, uh, and I've now come back to the party. But you're absolutely right. The elites of both parties, the Republicans and Democrats, working closely together, have driven this country into the ditch. Yes. They gave us endless foreign war. They gave us erosion of our civil liberties. They gave us a stagnant economy where there are no jobs and where kids getting out of college have to move in with their parents or their grandparents because there's no opportunity. They've given us trade policies that have stripped the jobs from America and shipped them overseas. They've given us immigration policies that leave our streets and neighborhoods unsafe. No one party could do all that working alone. The Republicans and the Democrats working together gave us that. And Trump, to his credit, is trying to undo it. Yeah. Well, guess what? The Democrats are not going to allow that to happen. I mean, they're so focused on, on, on getting Trump out of office. Um, it's, it's just what, what do you think this is going to end? Give me give me a give me a ballpark figure of when do you think the Mueller investigation will end? And, and when, when will we know something? I'm, we're, I'm just so tired of it. I think everybody's tired of this BS, man. We're, uh, I we're sick I, of it. I don't know that it ever comes to an end. Really? I believe that the oh. I believe that the House Democrats will seek to uh, will vote articles of impeachment against Donald Trump. Uh, and it doesn't matter. If he wakes up one morning, they don't like the color of his necktie, that'll be enough. Then we'll move to a trial in the Senate. Now, if you watch the Kavanaugh thing, you've seen the mainstream media's ability to whip people into hysteria based on nothing whatsoever. That's true. None of the evidence, none of the charges, pardon me, none of the charges against Brett Kavanaugh have ever been proven. There is no corroboration, no proof, no evidence, no eyewitnesses. Woman after woman accused him of gang rape, accused him of date rape, accused him of sexual assault. And now they all admit they made it up. They all admit, except for one, that they made it up. Yeah. Why aren't they being charged? But you saw the atmosphere in the country. Let me remind you, Gary, Kavanaugh made it by one vote. One right. I vote. know. And that, was, and that was shaky. Believe me, they had to cut a so, deal on the whole thing. But it's not 1974. See when they when there are only two three television networks yeah uh, and three or four major newspapers if 
they try to remove Trump, you're going to have a violent revolution in this country. I'm not advocating violence. I'm not in favor of violence. But when Americans begin to believe that the courts are broken and the system is broken, they will take their guns and they will head to Washington. Uh, we're at a different route, and they can get alternative information from the Internet, although they're certainly trying to censor that. What's being done to InfoWars, for example, is criminal. You don't have to like Alex Jones. You have to agree with anything he says in order to recognize that he has the right to say it. Well, First Amendment rights, You yes. don't have to like the Gary Carver show. Nobody does. But you should recognize <laughs> you have a right to broadcast and say what you think. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, so, so it, but I, I just think you're going to have a, an uprising in the country. People aren't going to take a, a, a silent coup here. When, what, what's going to, I mean, this is crazy. I mean, what you're saying is really uh, disturbing um, because this is going to happen. I mean, the Democrats are set. To, pick, uh, to, to get rid of Trump. I mean, they want to get rid of Trump. They're setting him up, I believe, uh, to try yeah, to get I rid think, of him. I think they're going to try. But, they re but you're going to have a violent spasm in the country that is just, it's going to ruin America. Look, I'm a constitutionalist. I believe in the rule of law. But if the courts are rigged, if they're kangaroo courts, and there is no justice, if the woman who wants to prosecute me for the Mueller task force, Jeannie Ree, she was previously Hillary Clinton's lawyer in the missing email case. That's a material conflict. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Should they ever bring a charge against me, I will fight that tooth and nail in court. Do you think you're going to... If some judge rules, that's perfectly all right. I guarantee you the result is not going to be judicial. Do you think you're going to get indicted? I could be framed. I mean, we recognize how strong the, um, the uh, uh, any federal prosecutor is. Uh, and I have to rely on the courts for fairness. I have to rely on the courts, uh, you know, to to make my case. They have no evidence of perjury on my part. They have no evidence of Russian collusion. But our courts and our Justice Department have become politicized. Do you think uh, you get a fair trial? The, Do fact you think that, you, the fact that the two prosecutors chasing me both worked on Hillary Clinton's campaign, that's a material conflict. Yeah. Put that in front of an Obama judge, and I don't know that they'll see it that way. So do you think you can get a fair trial? Forces me, forces me to go to the Supreme Court. Right. You, so you're saying you probably can't get a fair trial. That's what you're saying. Well, I think it is. It depends. I mean, there's too many invariables. Right now, they don't have a case against me. Right. Well, they haven't indicted you yet, so they don't have, any, they they don't have enough of it. And again, uh, let's recognize they could indict you tomorrow, Gary, for anything they want. Right. I dig it. I, I mean, dig it. It, Alan Dershowitz wrote a great book in which he said the average American... Uh, commits inadvertently commits eight felonies a day. A runaway federal prosecutor with a broken system. Here's how the grand jury works. I did three already. Day after day. day, we present to them our opinion of negative information on you. Right. And then we ask for an indictment. No one gets in front of the grand jury and is allowed to rebut. Exactly. So they say Roger Stone was in touch with a Russian hacker through Twitter, uh, and he hacked the emails of the DNC and gave them to WikiLeaks. No one is allowed to say, wait a minute, that communication was six weeks after the material had already been published. Therefore, Stone could have been involved in stealing it. But no one gets to say that to the grand jury. Right. They only well, get the one side. There's a bunch of lawyers who are, not, who are going to be disbarred. Because I'm a fighter. I'll never roll over. Never. Well, you I said you never. Many, you, you, many friends, and they will never roll yeah, over. Yeah, and you said you'd never testify against Trump or anything. And, you know, so, I mean, they're, they're going, they're, it's like a nowhere path for them. 
to try to get to you. They're just trying. You know, they're trying to scare you. They're trying to break you. You know what I mean? They're, they're trying. You know that's all they're trying to do, Mr. Stone. It's sad. I mean, either it's like I said. You know, with the with the Mueller investigation, just let's get it over with. I mean, if you're going to indict Mr. Stone, indict Mr. Stone. If you're going to, you know, and uh, you know, no, better yet, Mr. President, appoint a special counsel for Uranium One and indict Mr. Mueller. He's up to his knees in treason. A first-year law student could bring that action. It's not complicated. It's Mr. Mueller who schlepped the uranium samples to Stockholm for the Russians to close. Uranium One is an open-and-shut case of financial treason. The youngest lawyer in America could win a conviction. It's easy. I don't know what the president's waiting for. I don't get it. Uh, maybe he's uh, who knows, who knows. Uh, well, Mr. Stone, let's let's get off it. Let, you know, listen, I want to thank you for for explaining your, you know, um, everything about what's going on with you and I, I feel bad for you. Um, you know, this is this is ridiculous. Just I, like I said, let's just get it over with. It's been going on for two plus years and the American people are sick of it. We just want to live our lives and, and every day rushing this, rushing that, you know, another another piece of information whether you believe it or not. It's it's crazy the 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 whole uh, American uh, society is divided, completely divided, probably more divided than it's ever been. And we've we got to end this, uh, this chaos, as I like to say. Um, it, it's, it's sad. It's sad what's going on in our society. Uh, listen, let, let me get, get into something fun. Now, you have a uh, – I, 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 your, your uh, publicist sent me a best and worst dress for 2018. Now, you're a big fashion cat. Uh, you, you know, you, you, you have a certain style about yourself. Tell us, first of all, where can we get this best and worst dress list? And tell me, and then we'll talk about who's uh, you think is a sure. best dress and worst dress. <laughs> well, some of your older listeners may remember there was a man named Mr. Blackwell. Yes, I've interviewed a, him. <laughs> he was a Hollywood-based uh, designer. Yes. And every year, he would publish a list of the best and worst dressed people in the world. Yes. Uh, when he died 14 years ago, I thought it would be a shame for this tradition to die with him, so I started publishing such a list. I'm now in my 13th year. Great. Uh, and you can find it at the Daily Caller, dailycaller.com. Dailycaller.com. You can also find it at uh, stoneonstyle.com, which is a website in which uh, I write about men's style. But the list is completely non-political. Great. Finally. Are, uh, and it always has been. This is strictly about style and, and the difference between fashion and style. Fashion is fleeting. Skirts go up, skirts go down, right. neckties become thin, neckties become wide. But style is enduring. Style never changes. Uh, style is who you are, right? Style is sort of who you are, I believe. Yeah, it really is, and how you present yourself to the world. Right. So I, I have uh, struggled with this list every year because, in all honesty, many, many people, including people who are in the public eye, don't give any thought whatsoever to how they look. People go to the shopping mall wearing workout clothes. That makes no sense to me. Right, exactly. You, you should always be properly dressed for the uh, activity that you're going to undertake. And take a shower, too. You know, some people don't even look like they take showers anymore. I mean, these millennials. Well, I don't want to throw out any names, Steve Bannon. Uh, but, I mean, all right. Thank Bannon, you. for example, is on my worst dress list. Okay. He's a man who chases down hobos to get his clothes <laughs> Okay. I mean, right. he's dressing out of a dumpster. I think it's pretty clear. <laughs> All right, cool. I dig. Okay, so let's let's go with the uh, let's go with since we started on the worst dressed. Let's go with the top five worst dressed people for 2018. 
<laughs> All right. Well, if you have it in front of you, throw out the name, and I will give you. I, a you list. know what? I, I'm, I'm looking for. I, I see. I only got the article. I didn't get the whole thing. Who, who, who's the worst dressed person in in America right now? Well, we already hit that. That would be Stephen. That would K. be Bannon. Bannon. Okay. Who's who's number two? Then? I mean, the guy looks like he'd been up freebasing all night. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's bad. <laughs> Though he doesn't freebase, right? <laughs> uh, well, I have no idea. But... <laughs> okay. Who's the second worst dressed? Who's the second worst dressed? Uh, I would have to say Michael Moore. Michael Moore, yeah, he, yeah, he's always wearing that stupid hat, right? <laughs> and, and the hoodie, I mean, dude, at your age, the hoodie thing is, it's over. You know, it's kind of over. Right, and he could lose a few pounds too, right? <laughs> he's going to work. Now, there's an understatement. <laughs> okay, okay, and do you have a third person? Who's the top, who's the third person? Who's number three? Do you have a, do well, you have, Michael Cohn uh, Michael comes Cohn. to mind. I mean, the guy right, dresses like a Garmento. I mean, he, he, he's a Manhattan lawyer, but he dresses strictly like he's out of Goodfellas. Right, okay, right, he does. He does have that look, huh? <laughs> You know, particularly with the gaudy sports jackets and, and so on. Okay, now who's the now, now this, who's the best dressed person in America besides you? <laughs> well, I mean that's that's a, there's I have Van Jones for example of CNN is one of the best. Van Jones, men. wow! I'm, see, this is non political. Okay, Van Jones, that's cool. You know, uh, so it, no, it absolutely is not a political. Or Michael Smirkanish. Okay. Uh, of of CNN is on our is on our. Um, uh, the uh, best I guess dressed? It would be the uh, we call the lifetime achievement list. <laughs> okay, <laughs> because you know Larry Kudlow, uh, formerly of CNN, uh, CNBC. Pardon me. Now the White House, um, you know, uh, uh, economic advisor, most definitely one of the best dressed people. Uh, M. J. Lee of CNN. Extraordinarily well. Look at uh, you. I, I mean, this. I mean, you know, and CNN's been trying to go after you, and you've got them all on their uh, the best dress list of yours. Uh, daily. Well, Judge Janine Pirro from Fox <laughs> okay. on the best dress list. <laughs> right. uh, Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones. All right. Uh, a younger it. guy, but always uh, dresses to impress. Always very well turned out. Of course, no list would be complete without First Lady Melania Trump. Yeah. She she gets so unfairly, um, uh, you know, maligned, but she always looks incredible. She's the most stylish first lady since Nancy Reagan, and she's up there, in my opinion, uh, you know, with Jackie O. Yeah, I would say the most beautiful, definitely. I, you know, her and Jackie O are probably the two most beautiful first oh. ladies we've ever had, for sure. That, that that's Dave, Dave Beckham, uh, you know, the athlete model. Soccer, and Spice yeah. girl husband. Yeah, soccer star. Uh, whether it's a blue tie, black tie, or whether it's a Savile Row suit, or whether it's a T-shirt and jeans. This guy always looks great. That's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. So, it's so, you know, and, and I try in my list to have a uh, you know a mix of people who are famous and people who are not famous people from regular walks of life that I've come across in my travels who are particularly well turned out Stephen Carroll you know from the office oh, yes. most recently is incredible in the new movie Vice about Dick Cheney which I highly recommend. You One like of the that movie? Movies I've ever seen. Okay. Well, it's completely historically accurate. Is Remember, it? Okay. I'm an anti-war libertarian. Right. I was opposed to the Iraq War. It is entirely accurate in the way it depicts the way in which Bush. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And Cheney got, into, got us into the Iraq War. Stephen Carroll plays uh, Secretary of Defense Don Rumsfeld, somebody I knew back to the Nixon days, uh, and he is really superb. But on his own right, I mean, this guy has an extraordinarily attractive collection of, of uh, sports jackets. Uh, he's a very, very attractive guy. Yeah, I couldn't even believe. I could, yeah, I could believe Christian Bale played uh, Dick Cheney. I thought it was like Richard Dreyfuss when I first saw. You know, when I first saw the the trailer, and I was like. Christian Bale, he really did a hell of a job. He's probably going to get the uh, Academy Award uh, for that. He already got the Golden Globe and, I believe, uh, the Critic Choice Award. So that that was an amazing. I'll have to check that out, Vice. I have not seen but that. But any, any worst dress list, of course, must include Lena Dunham. <laughs> okay. I mean, she is the she is the financial she is the the stylish equivalent of Steve Bannon. In fact, they're kind of a match set. I think they weigh about the same. Thing. Oh, geez. Okay. Well, this and by I mean, the, it's the homeless ba- it's the homeless bag lady look. In all honesty. It's stoneonstyle.com. Stoneonstyle.com. Also, uh, you were on Family Guy. They did it. They did a thing on you on Family Guy. I understand. Uh, were you happy about that? Uh, well, uh, you know, there's three phases of fame. Yes. First phase, who is Roger Stone? Okay. <laughs> Second phase, get me Roger Stone. The third phase, get me a Roger Stone type. And actually, there's four phases. In the fourth phase, who is Roger Stone? <laughs> so I guess I'm in phase two. Okay. Well, cool. Uh, I, I, they've also announced that there's an upcoming segment on. Saturday Night Live. Oh, I can't wait to see that. That's going to be interesting. I'm, you know, the now I have written my most recent book, Stone's Rules, right, which is a non-political book, kind of just rules for life. Makes the case that the only thing worse than being talked about is not being talked about. Amen. Well, and they the say- only thing worse than being, and, and it is better to be infamous than just never be famous at all. So I guess that's where it is. I thought the Family Guy thing was kind of funny. Uh, the Saturday Night Live thing will probably be a bit nastier, but that's their kind of mo. Right. Used to be used to be funny because it used to be non-political. 
now sadly it's become entirely political. Well, that show blows anyways. I mean, it's terrible. <laughs> Let's just call it what yeah. it is. It's a terrible. True. It, it's True. terrible. There was, a, there was a time when it was quite good. It but was. now, in all honesty, I, I don't watch it, and I wouldn't even know that they were doing this except for there was a print piece about it. So I'm going to be immortalized one way or another. Well, you are, and listen, I, you know, uh, thank you so much for calling in, and thank you for explaining your side of the story, and, uh, you know, I hope it all works out for you. I'm sorry to hear that you're spending so much money and you're sort of being ostracized. Well, uh, uh, hey, look, it, it, every day is a struggle. I lost my life and health insurance uh, in December because I could no longer pay the premiums. I had a small fund I had put aside generated by my book sales to pay for the college education of my grandchildren. I had to liquidate it. People who want to help me can go to stonedefensefund.com. Stonedefensefund.com. This money's not going in my pocket. This money's going to my lawyers. There's nothing they can do to make me make up lies and bear false witness against Donald Trump. I'm just not going to do that. Well, you shouldn't have but, to. You know, I mean, you shouldn't have to. You know, you shouldn't have to sell out. A, and you shouldn't have to have to lie. I mean, you're you're saying that you had no contact with the Russians. You had no contact with WikiLeaks, and that you're just good friends. You've been friends with uh, Mr. Trump for 40 plus years, and that's what they're trying to nail you for uh, for backing them, basically. I mean, that's that sounds that, like that it. is absolutely correct. But I will continue to fight and. For people who want me to have his back, I ask them to have my back. Well, StoneDefenseFund.com. StoneDefenseFund.com. Well, Mr. Stone, thank you so much for calling in this morning, and God bless you. And I, you know, I look forward to seeing the Saturday Night Live skit, and uh, I look forward to talking to you once the Mueller investigation ends and you're a free man and you're vindicated. Because I believe that's what's going to happen. If they wouldn't, if they would have had something on you, they already would have indicted you. It's been going on two I, years. I tend to agree with that. Thanks for this opportunity. It was great talking with you. God bless. God bless you. Thank you so much. Much. Have a great weekend. Thank you. All right. That was uh, Mr. Stone, Mr. Roger Stone. Um, and uh, hey, you know what? He says he didn't do it. He says he didn't collude with Russia. He didn't talk to WikiLeaks. Um, I just think that this whole thing with the Mueller investigation should finally end. And let's let's move on with our lives. I mean, it's 2019. This has been going on since 2016. Enough's enough, man. Aren't you sick of this crap, too? I'm sure you are. I know you are. But anyways, uh, fascinating interview with Mr. Roger Stone. Go to his uh, defense fund, stonedefensefund.com if you want to help him out. And uh, Anyways, it is Control Chaos. We'll be back after this. NBC Talk Radio, 1050 AM. At AT&T, we believe that access to affordable home internet brings you incredible opportunities. You can enjoy the power to explore a digital world of possibilities and connect with family, friends, and the things that matter most. That's why there's access from AT&T. If you are a California resident and a member of your household participates in SNAP or receives SSI benefits, you may qualify for home internet at a discounted rate of $10 a month or less. No commitment, no deposit, no installation fee. Plus, get an in-home Wi-Fi gateway included at no extra cost. Call 1-855-220-5211 or visit att.com slash access now to learn more. SNAP refers to the Federal Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. SSI refers to the Federal Supplemental Security Income Program. Pricing excludes taxes and fees, includes one terabyte of data per month. Data overage charges apply. For details about data allowance, go to att.com slash internet dash usage. Geographic and service restrictions apply. How you doing? This is Gary Garver. In today's society, the majority of people are not getting enough sleep. I know I'm not. If you're like me and having problems getting a good night's rest, whether it's health or stress-related, 
I have a solution for you. South Pacific Sleep Lab. South Pacific Sleep Lab will do an evaluation of your sleep pattern and will provide a comprehensive study so you can start getting a restful, peaceful night of sleep. They take all types of insurance, which will cover your cost of the evaluation, and they will even provide transportation to their offices at no cost to you. For more information, contact Tony at 310-999-1887. That's 310-999-1887. Tony even stays awake all night, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, so you can sleep better and rest easy. South Pacific Sleep Lab. Start feeling better and getting a great night of sleep today. This is Judge Herb Dodell, and our show is called For the People. It's available every Monday at 4 o'clock, 4 to 5, and we'll be talking about all kinds of things pertaining to the law and how it really works from the inside as opposed to the outside. So tune in and learn all you need to know about the legal system and how it works. Hi, this is Kimberly Meredith. As a spiritual healer, I'm often asked, Kimberly, can I be healed? The answer is... With God, anything is possible, and yes, you can be healed to the power of God. Your friends and family can be healed. Even animals can be healed. Please visit TheHealingTrilogy.com to learn more about my process and my services. My office is located in Sherman Oaks. I offer intuitive medical scans and psychic surgery for you and your loved ones. At The Healing Trilogy, we treat adults, children, and animals. We offer medical scans, mediumship counseling, cold laser acupuncture, cold laser therapy, holistic health, nutritional plans, and many other services. We also have meditation CDs, and I Skype around the world on Fridays. Sign up for my newsletter, and you'll receive a free CD. You'll also be informed about my upcoming healing events. Log on to TheHealingTrilogy.com. Bless you. Matthew, how you doing, man? How's it going? Good question. Sure, man. Serious? Um, how's it feel about being the sexiest man alive? How's that feel, man? <laughs> My mom's real happy, man. <laughs> she's good. she's funny. She raised three of us boys and, and got that, and they called her, and, and she had a great quote for him. She was like, "What's well, about damn time?" Is Brokeback Mountain too gay? You think? <laughs> I guess it's how you look at it. How do you feel about Howard Stern in the satellite radio? You were serious, right? Yeah. Um, I like him, man. Like him? Yeah, I get the road a lot. I drive a lot of high, get a lot of highway time. So actually, I've got serious radio, so I'll probably tune in and Check it out. get a few chuckles. Hey, this is the biggest a-hole in Hollywood. Again, it's kind of how you look at it. Hey, yeah. have a good one, man. Can I ask you one more question? No, I'm going to go. <laughs> Does anybody invest with your back door? <laughs> Like I said, man, it's how you look at it, boy. You're the funny boy today, huh? Get out of here, boy. The man that Howard Stern fired and said he would never work in radio again. That's right. It's the second coming of Gary Garvin.
and a writer and okay. a voice actor. What have you done that, uh, have you done anything that I might recognize? Yeah, I was a writer on Everybody Loves Raymond. I love that show. Oh, thank Are you. you. Really? A writer on Everybody Loves Raymond? <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't miss an episode. Neither did my mother. This is the plaintiff, Dave Shelton. He says he started working on the defendant's radio show and worked there for two years and eventually quit because he was tired of being abused and embarrassed on the air. To this day, he hasn't received payment from the radio station. The defendant promised him he would get paid, and since he hasn't, he's suing for $10,000, the amount owed. This is the defendant, Gary Garver. He says the plaintiff was nothing more than a recurring guest who came on the show to promote whatever it was he was working on at the time. Never once did the plaintiff ask to be paid for his appearances. He's sorry, but the plaintiff's grasping at straws because neither he nor the radio station owes this guy a cent. He's accused of ripping off a radio star. All parties, please raise your right hand. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. <clears throat> Thank you, Douglas. Well, Dave Shelton, yes. you are suing Gary Garver for $10,000 in wages that you say are owed to you over the course of two years that you worked and did not get paid. Talk to me. What yes, happened? Your Honor. Uh, yes, originally I met Gary... Um, at a, a previous uh, radio show that he had asked me to be on, and then he had a TV version of it. And then when he went and started this other radio show, he asked me to come on and be regular and a co-host on it, and with the promise that I'd be getting paid. All right, and how is it that when he approaches you and says, hey, you want to be on, how does it work? He says, I'm doing the show, I want you to come on and, um, and co-host. And, you know, I brought a lot of celebrities on the show that were my friends, uh, a lot of guests. We did appearances. What is it you do that, uh, are you a comedian? Yeah, comedian and a writer and okay. a voice actor. What have you done that, uh, have you done anything that I might recognize? Yeah, I was a writer on Everybody Loves Raymond. I love that show. Oh, thank really? you. Really? A writer on Everybody Loves Raymond? <laughs> mm hmm I didn't miss an episode. Not oh, my cool. All right. Um, Mr. Garver, tell me about you. What have you done? Is it the same idea that you were a comedian? Usually they give the shows to people who are I'm more of a talk show. I've been in the radio business for 30 years. Okay. Worked on the Howard Stern Show for about 17 of those years. Was what did you do for the Howard Stern Show? I was his first West Coast producer back in 1991 when he decided to syndicate his show there and then I became a celebrity reporter for him in Hollywood did interviews for him from 97 to about 2007 okay also had a talk show there all right so, so uh, you know normally Mr. Uh, Shelton um, the rest of us if we go to work and they don't pay us we stop working so you kind of have uh, you know some heavy lifting to do to persuade me why it is that over the course of two years you would continue to show up to a job you're supposed to be paid at because of course according to you is he supposed to be paid no your honor right so that's where your heavy lifting comes in so persuade me tell me how it is and why it is that you should be paid for showing up well, uh, and being a co by the way, co-host. Right. How how often did you show up? Uh, originally, it was maybe three days a week, and then as it started to progress, um, I said, you know what, this is like getting ridiculous. I'm waking up at like six in the morning to go to do a morning show. I'm driving. We did remotes. I'm driving to the remotes. Um, I'm putting up with his language, and he's got a very bad temper, and he was very mean to a lot of my guests and things like that. So I I kept 
kept on the show because of the promise of doing it, and then he was going to bring that radio okay, show. you clearly did not have other work to do, or you would not have continued to show up for free to a radio show waking up at 6 in the morning. Right. No, I mean, I had other, you know, work that I was doing as well. Okay. Did the topic of money ever come up again? Yes, it did. I, How often I did frequently the topic of money come up? What's frequently? Probably once a week, twice a week. I would and tell. And you just keep showing up. Once a week, twice a week, well, you say, kept promising you gonna pay me? You're going to pay me? Yeah, yeah, I promise I'm going to pay you. And then you show up again, and you show up again. But and that's kind of the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over well, again and expecting a different result. You, if you understand, Your Honor, that um, in entertainment, a lot of it is built on that. and um, Oh, I understand that in right. entertainment, a lot of it is built on Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's on free work which is people showing up in order to promote themselves and they don't expect to get paid. Right, but in you're, this case it wasn't. Which, which is what he says this was and kind of what it looks like. So that's why I need you to persuade me that in fact, you know, you were supposed to get paid. According to you, you're having this conversation every week. Yes, going, uh, a couple and, times and a there week. was also the promise that he was going to bring the show to television and I was going to be part of that as well. That and I get. It was, also, a, yeah. it was also established that as the co-host, I was continuing Mention and is there okay, but you're not there every day. So who's the co-host on the other three days a week at this point? His name is Jigga Jones. Okay, and did that guy get paid? I believe he did. Yes. Did he get paid? He did not get paid, Your Honor. Okay, why uh, do you believe he did? Not from my understanding. He he told me that he got paid for being on the show. Okay. okay. What, what happened, Your Honor, is that when I have the contracts here, and there is no payment from the radio station. We never got paid to be on there. This is a brokered radio, radio station where people pay to be on the air, pay for the hour time. So with Mr. Daly, a.k.a. Jigga Jones, we would try to sell advertising revenue. And When Jigga Jones got paid, is it because he brought in advertising? No. Did he get paid? He, he did not get paid. Ever? He never got paid. Oh, so where do you get your evidence from? The grapevine? Or did you, do you have any evidence that Jigga Jones got paid? He got Jigga with it. The testimony continues. The talk is always some sexist, misogynistic, yada yada, women stink, men that... You pretty right. much described this I know, I listen, to, I listen to it. But you know what? If it sells, it sells. I mean, you know, I don't care. I, I'm, I'm a capitalist above everything else. And if that, I have this vision every time that happens that the only other people listening are truckers. The plaintiff worked on the defendant's radio show, but left because the defendant, who was with the Howard Stern show for a long time, constantly embarrassed him on the air. He says he didn't get paid for two years. Let's listen. He told me that he got paid. And then also, do you when have him he here as saying, a witness to testify? No, unfortunately, but I do have a text from him saying that, you know, when, because it was more my concern about my situation, not his. So when he told me that he had witnessed also that he sent me a text saying that he was going to be sending um, email that 
And then it shows here. I'm sorry, you haven't said anything, but you've said a lot of words. What? Right. I'm saying he said he was going to send your text saying what? That I was supposed to get paid. That he overheard Gary. Okay, let me see that text. I mean, that's kind of rank hearsay, but let me see it. Are you in a problem with Jigga Jones now? No, I don't have. I love Jigga, but but I do have it. Why would he send this, or is this a fake? The bottom line is there's a no, no. I'm I'll get to the bottom line. I have no idea about the text or email. I never saw. the email. Did you get? Check your email. You should. Can you email me? What is this? This doesn't say any of the stuff you just said it would say. What do you want me to do here? No, that just shows that he was that he's agreeing with me and that he was going to send the email, but I, I hadn't gotten the email in time for you court. You can't possibly be asking me to consider this evidence, right? Can I'm you just email me later, like check your email, it'll be there. Okay, that's good. All right, next. So, uh, what's going on? What do you think is going on I here? Think was there eventually, let me just ask, sure. was there eventually a problem between you two that led to this? Uh, I think Dave just, you know, I, I, I like Dave. There's nothing wrong with Dave. Dave's a nice guy. You know. Usually when litigants say that in the tone that you just said it, it's incredibly condescending. Well, Go ahead. Okay, well, sorry. Which is probably, how Dave just felt it, it, when you it, said it. it but it, in any event, it, talk about it. It's his normal behavior. It probably is now since he's done what he's done. I mean, taking okay. me to court and doing all this. And, all right. and just, you know. But the bottom line is I think Dave is just upset because he's not on the show anymore. Um, the, the one that led just a moment. Right? Just a moment. Can, can I speak, please? What led to it really, the downfall of our friendship was he had guests on and he did have celebrity guests on come in and promote their stuff. But, I mean, they ended up swearing on my show time and time again. And it got to the point where, I, I mean, if you know, and I'm sure you do, FCC regulations, I'm not on a podcast or on the Internet. This is AM, FM radio. I can get be not only fined but thrown off the air. So did you I, stop? Quote booking his guests? Yes, I, okay. I basically just I, I, I cut it down tremendously. Did I, you ever I, like yell at one of his guests for swearing? Well, I, on the air? I gave you tape. Yeah, of course. I mean, I was like, hey man, what are you doing? You're gonna yeah, give me the money. I know you have many hours you have to fill. Uh, I do an hour a day. An hour a day. That's not that much to fill. But uh, yeah, it went on for a bit of time. But so what? So why why does that make an employment contract? It, you know, in other words, if he's rude, then he's rude. Frankly, I guess I don't know. I guess that's what. So you're talking to somebody who's a big um, radio comedy fan. I have Sirius XM on all the time. It's Raw Dog when the kids aren't in the car. It's Comedy uh, Central and the Comedy Channel when they're not. And as, with all due respect, as soon as the talk comes on, I turn it off. Because the talk is always some sexist, misogynistic, yada yada, women stink, men that. You pretty like, much described this person. I know, I listen to it. Right, listen to it. But you know what? If it sells, it sells. I mean, you know, I don't care. Well, I, I'm, I'm a capitalist above everything else. And if that, I have this vision every time that happens that the only other people listening are truckers, um, male truckers. Right. Hold on, hold on. But hey, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah, I mean, hold on, hold on, no, no. Wait, uh, let me see something because there's one, only one I want to air. I love it. <laughs> you know, because you know, most people, a lot of guys are married to women, as always. You know, I mean, it's, been, it's still, it's still in vogue. You know, <laughs> I'm working on it. You know, and and I came across a story, and it's bizarre because it was earlier today, and I was talking to Jig off the air about it. He's like. You know, four things men hide from their wives, right? Yeah. So me and Jig are going through the four things that we would hide from our wives or girlfriends or whatever. Money, right? Well, well, well money was one of them, yeah. Our, credit cards. Our credit cards. Uh, gambling, you know what I mean? Hide that from your wife or, or girlfriend. Drinking, you know what I mean? If you're an alcoholic like Jig and I, yeah. you try to hide that from her. Uh, extra money you have in your pocket, you know? I mean, you, you, you know, you want to keep a few bucks for yourself and... 
You I, know, I wish I could do that. Well, one. I know. Well, one day you'll you'll make some money, Dave. Uh, you know, definitely you're gonna hide in a affair from your from your your wife or girlfriend, right? Hey, like Bill Clinton did. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and also, like if you go go on, you want to go on a, a a guy trip, you know what I mean? And you you don't want to take the wife or the girlfriend. You may say, Hey, honey, I have a business meeting somewhere, and then head to Vegas. Which my, my friend did about ten years ago and got caught because he, he blew about eight grand on his credit card. See, and Tammy would want to come along with me on that trip. Well, no, I'm just saying you'd have to, Dave. You get the premise of it. Well, yeah, absolutely. But I know, dumbass, you just you got the lie. He's so stupid sometimes. You know, what I mean, these are things you try to hide from her. Right. Right. Of course. Oh, I want to. No, you can't go, honey. Yeah, you know, I got to go. This is just going to be a real quick turnaround. Blah blah blah. You know. You know. She would find out though. Okay. Um, that's a, as much as I can tolerate, but... Uh, oh, okay. Thank you, you're on a, the same here. It ain't NPR. Will the plaintiff get 10 grand? Judge Million rules next. Welcome back to the People's Court. Harvey Levin here. So does it make sense that this plaintiff uh, says that he hasn't been paid for two years? I will. Doesn't make sense because he could, should have reported it with, in like four weeks if he hasn't get paid. Yeah, you don't get paid. You say, "Hey, where's my money?" Right? Yeah. There you go. What do you say? I think he definitely needs the money for sure. Pay up front. What? Should he get any money? Yeah, I think he should oh, get yeah. money. He didn't complain for two for two years. The I guy. Left, I would. I think I he should get, get paid. I would have left with the interns work for free all the time. Huh? Interns work for free all the time. Interns do work for free all the time. They know what they're getting into. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Going inside the courtroom. God made colors for all the different tastes in the world. Right. Okay. Obviously, if he's on the air of the song, it's because there's somebody listening who kind of who kind of digs that. So, what difference does it make? Of course, if you if your boyfriend is an alcoholic, gambling, cheater, thief, you probably ought to know. He shouldn't be able to successfully keep that from you. Right. But that's not that's not what we're here about. Right. No, that's we're not the gist of the whole thing. We're about you persuading me that this is a contract for employment. I see that after that he was rude to you. I mean, it goes on from there, and I know that. I know. I realize it's a comedy show. I want I you to show me one single proof of a promise. Because you weren't even able to do it through the text that you said you were going to be able to do it through, or through an email that you said you were. I want you to show me support for your version of the facts. Oh, unfortunately, except for the oral agreement that we had and okay. the promise of and money. And according to you, you never had that oral agreement. If he would have asked me one time to pay him, he would have never been on the show again. Bottom line. And I, yes, I wish because I did. Bottom line. Jig did say he was Never. going to send that, and unfortunately, I don't have it. I don't want what he did to get him to not send that or whatever, but I wouldn't be here if I wasn't supposed to be, if I wasn't promised to get paid. Why not? There's no downside for you in uh, filing this. Yes, that wasn't my original thinking. Uh, give you a document about him. He's also taken KCAA 1050 AM. 106.5 FM to the labor board and suing us. That's that's you, the, the the radio station broadcast management services. We just that, got this. Did that, what happened with that? It was it was here in the day. Today, so today. somebody's over there. You're over here. Exactly. That's yeah. what. That's how vindictive this guy is. Uh, it, well, it's I not mean, a vindictive, vindictive or tenacious. I don't know. No, it's but, vindictive. Uh, either it way, this one's clear, and I rule in favor of the defendant. I'm curious to see what happens with the labor board. Although I'm pretty sure I can predict. Thank you, Your Good Honor. Good luck, folks. Good you. luck to everybody on their careers. Sorry, Your Honor. Oh. All right, let's have it. I am. So pissed right now. It's like he's going like vindictive. If you knew the kind of person he was, then you know that vindictive is probably you know his middle name. Well, insults on the radio, rudeness, and all that raunch. That's just 
You know, bad radio. We hear that all over. It is bad radio, and you're you know, part of it. Not anymore. I think I I left the show because of all that. Okay, right around this way. Okay. Thanks. All right, step on out here. Okay, you win your case. Uh, satisfied how this comes out? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. There was no base for it at all. Mm -hmm. Zero. How tough is it to uh, do radio when you have to pay for your airtime? Uh, it's, it's cool. It's just the way it is nowadays. You know, I mean, you have to do what you got to do to get ahead. So I dig it. I enjoy mm -hmm. it. I'm just glad this big black bald cloud is lifted from me.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.